Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 2, the story of British aviation companies. This episode will tell the story of probably one of the most well-known and successful companies in British aviation history, the Hawker Aircraft Company. You could describe it as a successor to Saltworth Aviation Company. Four people at Saltworth were involved in the creation and development of Hawker Aircraft. They were Tom Saltworth, designer Fred Segrist, Bill Eyre, and the man who gave his name to the new company, and was Saltworth's chief test pilot, Harry Hawker. The men bought the assets of the bankrupt Saltworth Company and created HG Hawker Engineering Company in 1920. They continued working on Sopwith aircraft by reconditioning such things as the Sopwith snipe for the Royal Air Force that had been damaged during the First World War. Harry Hawker, a Sopwith chief chess pilot, was responsible for the success of the company during the war. He unfortunately died in a crash at the airfield in Hendon, North London, now site of the Royal Air Force Museum, in 1921, just 10 months after the creation of the company which bore his name. The company continued and made a prototype called the Doika, but it was not a success. They persevered and produced the Hawker Woodcock, which after a stall in sales, picked up with an order from the Royal Air Force for 10 of the improved Mark II variant. There was a further order for 52, and the demonstrator was even entered into the King's Cup air race by the RAF. A spate of successful designs and innovations increased Hawker's size and reputation, and by the middle of the interwar years, a designer by the name of Sidney Cam had joined and designed one of the most successful families of aircraft and their variations. These included the Hawker Audax, Hind and Demon. Nearly 3,000 of these were produced. In 1933, the company was renamed Hawker Aircraft Limited. A year later, it acquired the Gloucester Aircraft Company during the Great Depression. Hawker Aircraft Limited was short-lived in its new form as it merged with the Armstrong Sidley Development Company in 1935. This new union also included the aircraft manufacturer Sir W.G. Armstrong Whitworth Aircraft and the giant A.V. Rowan Company. The new company was registered as Hawker Siddeley Aircraft, but the companies involved continued trading under their own respective names, Hawker Aircraft, Armstrong Whitworth and Avro. Under the Hawker Aircraft banner, they produced some of the now famous aircraft, including the Hawker Hurricane, famous for its role in the Battle of Britain alongside the Supermarine Spitfire. In total, over 14,500 Hurricanes were produced at Hawker's now three locations, Brooklands, Kingston and Langley, as well as Gloucester's facility at Brockworth and Avro's factories around the UK and Canada. Hawker's designs produced many a successful aircraft before, during and after the war, even with the other merged companies, Gloucester, Armstrong Whitworth and Avro. The aircraft that carried the Hawker name included the Tomtit, Hart, Hind, Tempest, Typhoon, Hurricane, Sea Fury, and its first jet aircraft, the Seahawk, and the extremely successful and graceful Hunter. The Sea Fury was the last of the great piston-engine fighters, and this aircraft was famous for shooting down a MiG-15 in the Korean War. The first recorded time a jet-propelled aircraft had been shot down by a propeller-driven aircraft. After the war, Hawker later traded under its merged name from 1935 and was known as Hawker Sidley, a name that became synonymous with great aircraft including the Revolutionary Harrier, the world's first operational vertical takeoff and landing aeroplane that was developed in 1957. Also in 1957, the de Havilland DH-121 was developed, later to become the Hawker Sidley Trident, after de Havilland, famous for creating the world's first jet airliner, merged with Hawker Sidley. The Trident was a three-engine medium-range airliner and was the first aircraft to use a revolutionary autoland capability, enabling landing in, very, in zero visibility. 
It was the most successful airliner before the BAE 146 series of aircraft that were produced from 1980 to 2001. Hawker Sidley also continued production and development of the DH-125. This became the HS-125 when de Havilland merged with Hawker Sidley in 1960. The HS-125 was a successful corporate jet. It was in the first generation jet aircraft designed primarily for business use, but was also acquired by various air forces around the world, including the Royal Air Force, who called it the Domini and used it for navigation training and VIP transport. The US Air Force had a derivative known as the C-29A, based on the now BAE 800, or Hawker 800, as the now corporate jet division of British Aerospace was now under American ownership. More about that later. Another significant aircraft Hawker Siddeley developed over the years was the Hawker Siddeley, or BAE Nimrod, long-range maritime patrol aircraft. This was developed from the world's first jet airliner, the de Havilland Comet. The Nimrod first flew in 1967 and with various modifications and improvements saw service with the Royal Air Force until 2010. In the late 1980s, historic British aircraft company names had disappeared or all merged to become British Aerospace. The name Hawker lived on after the American company Raytheon purchased British Aerospace corporate jets in 1994 and was named Hawker Beechcraft. They continued production of the HS-125 and called it Hawker 700 through to the 1000. They also created the Hawker 4000 and the entry-level jet, the Beechcraft Premier 1, with a development to be known as the Hawker 200. The latter was never to be fully developed and the business jet production ceased in 2013. Hawker Beechcraft went into bankruptcy and the Hawker Beechcraft name was retired and after restructuring was named Beechcraft Corporation. It was purchased by Textron Aviation, which makes the Cessna series of aircraft in 2013. The Beechcraft name lives on in the propeller aircraft such as Bonanza, Baron and King Air. Due to the British Commonwealth, the name Hawker was used and in some cases is still used on aviation-related companies. In Australia, there is an FBO, fixed-based operator, which basically is the handling agent situated at various airports around the country, and they're known as Hawker Pacific. There's also a company called Hawker de Havilland, combining the two famous names. The company now makes components for various aircraft manufacturers. This is somewhat ironic, as Harry Hawker himself was born in Australia before moving to England. These aircraft typically showcase the skills of British engineering, which is still in use today. This includes the wing design and manufacturer that was used on the Trident. It is still called upon and has been used all the way through to the Airbus family of aircraft. Hawker Siddeley is still around, but is involved in more diverse and less obvious products, such as switchgear. Hawker Siddeley is then involved still in aviation, alas, not making aircraft, but components for aircraft. Next time will be the history of the Havland Aircraft Company, the manufacturer of the world's first jet airliner. Any questions, feel free to email thehangarat at gmail.com. We'll endeavour to answer your queries and uh, get back to you accordingly. Thank you.